Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. This is episode 101. It is um, coming up to about half past midnight on Thursday the 30th of November, uh, Wednesday night into Thursday. I hope you had a great couple of days. Um, Last night ended up being a late night, hence no anchor segment. And uh, as you can see, today is also going to be a late night, but it's all good. Actually, last night was really cool because I had dinner with Layla and Rue and Stacy, um, and yeah, just really, really interesting conversations. Um, we're all pretty much aligned with one another, um, all on individual journeys and you know nuanced priorities, if you like, but but basically very well aligned. So it was a really nice chat. Um, we talked about all kinds of things. Actually, one of the things we talked about a lot perhaps unsurprisingly was you know kind of workplace and um this whole area of um you know when prejudice can manifest itself in the workplace when oppression can manifest itself in the workplace um and you know bullying for example in the workplace um and you know what one can do about such a thing um because whilst on the face of it it might be you know an attractive thing to say that well people should stand up for themselves um it's not quite as simple in that as that in the sense that um you know when you're dealing with people that you work with and all of that kind of the cauldron of that situation especially if they are people who according to whatever structure you have in your workplace are considered more senior to you if you like um it it can be easier said than done to sort of stand up for yourself when someone is either behaving in a prejudiced manner you know maybe they're being sexist maybe it's to do with a disability uh, maybe it's to do with race whatever it might be um you know or they're bullying you um treating you in that kind of way what do you do about it you know um and you know i I guess ultimately we're going to, it's going to be a case of saying, well, you know what, it has to be back to our old favorite culture, um, that you have to try and create this culture within your workplace where people feel able, um, empowered and supported to be able to voice their concerns, to be able to tell people when they feel that they have been treated with prejudice or oppression or bullied and so forth. both the individual who's doing it, if they feel able to do that, but also to somebody else within the workplace that's actually going to do something about it. Um, you know, and certainly for me and the Ralph, um, I'm very, very clear and, you know, with Ru and Stacy, of course, but um, and then they will be very clear with others that come to join us that, um, you know, that sort of stuff is not going to be tolerated. and. I will make sure that something is done about it um, because you know we're not going through all of this effort to plan to create a place where that sort of stuff is, is allowed to go unchecked. Now you know we can another time another place we can delve into the reasons why people behave in those ways in terms of why they try to oppress others or have prejudice against others or try and bully others and so on but um, I'm not really going to get into into that here. The other thing I wanted to touch on briefly was this whole thing about, you know, how 
as in, as individuals were essentially made up of a number of interrelated components. So your spirit and your consciousness and your soul, whatever people like to call that. You know, your mind, which is the kind of rationalizing part of you, um, your physical body, your energy field. Um, there's different elements of you, right? And, you know, one of the things, the other things that we were talking about yesterday was this notion where sometimes you try and rationalize things with your mind, but you kind of know um, that they're not right. Um, and often that's because it has some kind of negative effect on your general energy. And, you know, you, f you feel that it's not right, even though your mind tries to rationalize it um, and make it right. And um, I'm going to come back after the, after the interlude and just kind of carry on this, um, this train of thought. I'll catch you in a second. So I was saying before the interlude about this scenario where, you know, you have these different aspects of you as an individual and that they may, there may be scenarios where they're not aligned with one another. Um, and in particular in the context of, you know, you may have a relationship with somebody, be that um, personal or professional, um, you know, where your mind, your rational mind, as it were, is trying to, um, you know, rationalize the situation and justify the ongoing existence of that relationship or explain away you know issues within that relationship try and perhaps work on yourself as an individual and tell yourself why you need to you know deal with that situation differently and yet on another level um, that situation that relationship is having a negative impact on you maybe draining your energy and you know, all the rationalization in the world is not going to supersede the fact that it just feels wrong and it has that effect on you. And, you know, different people will sort of say, well, you know, if you're people that are obsessed with their minds and with thinking will, will sort of argue maybe that, well, you know, the mind is correct and you have to go with what the mind rationalizes and, and so forth. But I think for me, um, it's actually quite the other way around, really. So you know that doesn't mean that you necessarily terminate the relationship of course but for me if you if you have this sort of if if a situation a relationship is having this kind of negative impact on you then you need to be aware of that you may also and you should also try and be aware of how your mind is trying to rationalize that situation you still make a decision about whether you want to continue with that situation with that relationship maybe you're in a scenario where you know it's not possible to do something about it or at least it is possible to do something about it because it should always be possible to do something about it. But maybe you feel like it's not the right time, um, whatever it might be. But it's still important to recognize those two differences between the rationalizing mind and, you know, your, your personal energy, your gut, whatever we want to call it, your real self. I mean, there's lots of different terms and I'm not necessarily well rehearsed in, you know, how they're, how they're all kind of nuanced. but. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had first-hand experience of this. I'm sure a lot of people have really where they just kind of deep down somewhere they know that the situation is just not right, um, even though they all the time try and, you know, kind of rationalize it in their mind. Um, so those are some of the things that we had, you know, a good long chat about dinner last night. Um, so that was pretty cool. Otherwise, it's just been much of the same, you know. Um, 
work on the Ralph and various other different things going on, um, all kind of slowly building up uh, momentum to, as I've said before, you know, we've probably got another three months or so before we will be very clear about exactly what the hospital looks like when it opens, you know, an idea of when it'll open. But actually, um, I think even the next week or 10 days are going to be very important because um, we'll be doing a lot more work on the designs and understanding what we can do with the available budgets. We've got some meetings with different people um, around funding. So it's, uh, it's going to be a sort of busy next two, three weeks before the Christmas period. And then, you know, January, February, we should find ourselves at the end of February with a clear direction and you know still aiming to open the hospital um, in October of next year so all good um, I will catch you again tomorrow so in the meantime do take chances and be compassionate and live in a beautiful state and have an open heart and an open mind cheers bye bye